You want to get to feeling better from the absolute best. Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Well, I do have an ice cold beverage today, but it's not the one that I would like. Been a been a day to uh, kick off the middle of the week here in good old Gville. But hey, it's mostly fun, sometimes exhausting having to hang out with Pat Dooley. Where's you out? Sorry. Where's you out? I know the feeling, man. We 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 bounce around doing a lot of different things. Mhm. I went out to Spurrier's to film something today, and then I did. I had to go drop something off, and then I went. What else did I do? I did something else. Then I had to write. That was pretty much it. It's good. No, we dodged some raindrops too getting here. It's uh, in and out. Big uh, big high school match going on at the course as I was leaving. Oh yeah. Good old Buholz versus Eastside. Oh. And that's a blood match there. That's going to be the the matchup on Friday night for football this week too. In state rivalries, getting after it. Is are they just any, like uh, the Gators and the Bulls? Are they any good though? East side? No. Do you think the? And I don't think they're good at either sport. Do you what think? What is happening? In golf or or a uh, football? Well, you said it was a big match. It is. Any match is big. Why is it big? It's a chance to compete. Okay. Just like I thought the, you meant big like we would be interested. In-state in rivalry of this weekend down in Tampa. Big. Huge matchup. Although I thought, I didn't think that that was the case in baseball, and guess what? Yeah, but. The Bulls smoked the Gators. They did, but they um, if that happens in football, then... We'll have full phone lines Monday morning, I can tell you that. <laughs> that happens in football. I'll do something again. No, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear what, what you'll do. Um, yeah, they're, look, they're, um, they obviously, we saw the game last week against NC State. They're not much. Uh, I know they were very disappointed with the way they play, but NC State could have ended up, could have made it worse. Um, neither one of the quarterbacks played well. They didn't run the ball well. Uh, you so want to tell everybody who their offensive coordinator is? Charlie Weiss Jr. <laughs> Eating cheeseburgers, apparently. But um, didn't have him ready to go. I think he's only twenty-eight years old. You know, yeah, it's kind of a risky hire. Um, and they didn't do. I mean, they didn't do much of anything well. So you know, I'm sure they'll play better in this game than they did against NC State. Question is, does Florida make that game one to game two jump? And you hope they would. They're better. You know, they've talked. I mean, Dan Mullen said today on the teleconference, SEC teleconference, that Emory's had a great week of practice. But have you ever heard of yeah, Coach Yeah, what are you going to say? You know, he really struggled. It's clearly getting to him. Yeah. We'll probably pull him in the th- on the third series. 
Yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. No, you're always going to say, guys, he said great week. We had a great week of practice. I've heard coaches after they got their bells rung in a game come out and go, I don't, you know, I'm surprised we came out and played that way. We had such a good week of practice. Well, clearly you didn't. Yeah, you didn't coach Or you don't know what a good week of practice is. Could be that true. Sometimes. Do you know the last time that Florida played in Tampa? Uh, in I started Tampa? doing some great research. In football. Because you know, I prepare. Football. Yes. Well, uh, it would have been the uh, 2000. Wait a minute. Let me no, just. Regular season. Oh, it would have been. Bowl game don't count. 30s or something. No. Why? They never played USF here. But in Tampa. There. Well, who else would they play? Tampa. Think of a game. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa 19. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jimmy Fisher throwing the ball to bounds on fourth down. 1976. Okay, well, there's another one. North Carolina. Yeah. Do it out of bounds on fourth down to stop the clock. Pretty good. I didn't go well. It's almost like Weber calling a timeout. I actually went. I was trying to get get him because I knew Jimmy really well. I was trying to get him, and they wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let anybody talk to him. <laughs> and I thought I could sneak around, you know, yeah. and and do things. But they they had a they had a state trooper park that he that wouldn't let him, so nobody wow. could talk to him. All right, so then we go to 80, Rich Campbell. I was at that game. Okay. Rich Campbell and the Gators uh, destroyed Cal. Uh, 84, Miami. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't think of another one since then. So I'm going to go with 84. Five years later. 89. 89? Mm-hmm. Who'd they play? 1989, they played in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I didn't... I wasn't there. Brady Ackerman's buddy threw three touchdowns. That could be almost anybody, but... Quarterback. Um, Jay Matthews. Who's he live with <laughs> in Mississippi? Who did he Cal live Morris. with? Cal Morris. Yeah, Cal yep. Morris threw three touchdowns. Emmett... Did some good things on so the So he played ground. a crappy team is what you're telling me. Yeah. Um, boy, I don't know. I'm blanking out on this. That was the last time. They were in Tampa, 1989. Okay. Who, so the regular season. I'm going to let you think about it. Oh, come it. on. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't remember that game. I, I remember everything else. I just don't remember that game. I remember that season going horribly wrong. Do you know who Tim Bergling is? Tim Bergling? Yeah. No. He's the dang uh, Google person today. It says, happy 32nd birthday, Tim Bergling. All right. I don't even know who he is. Like, I thought you had to be pretty famous to be the Google person. He probably is famous, but just not in your little world. You know who that is, Jason? Why don't you Google him? I am. (laughs) Tim Bergling. You didn't answer my question yet. I'm not telling you. No, I'm going to have to figure it out. Yeah, I want you to figure it out. Um... Okay, so it would have been 89, not Memphis, not um, San Jose State. I don't know. I don't think that game ever was played. I think you had a, it was a typo in the scorebook. Mississippi State. Mississippi State? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they did play them in 91 in Orlando, so they were playing some – some funky sights. I don't remember that game at all. 21 nothing. That's why I don't remember it. Yeah. I don't remember those kind of games. 
We can go over it play by play if you I want me to pull I, it up. I, I have literally lo- no recollection of anything happening in that game. Isn't that crazy? But yeah, last time they played in Tampa, it was uh, one, two, three. Well, four, they started with Ole Miss, fourth and game of the year. That's when he they booed Kyle Morris. He lost by five. Yeah, threw two picks, one for a touchdown. Then they won. See, I remember that. Then they won six in a row for losing to Auburn and Georgia. They lost to Auburn ten seven, mm-hmm. and that was the uh, Shane Watson was open game where where Florida just physically stayed there right with them at 7-3 and right at the very end they hit a long touchdown somebody missed I think it was Kerry Watkins missed his coverage and they lost 10-7 it was devastating and Georgia beat them 17-10 the next week I remember that game and then Florida State beat them by a touchdown a lot of close games well wait a minute just couldn't squeak them out where the LSU game fit in there they uh, they beat him sixteen thirteen. That and then they got then they fired Galen. The next that was day. after the Tampa week. Yeah, they fired Galen the next day. Gary Darnell took over, and mm. his, the great thing was his wife was actually worked as a, a um, salesperson for our the Gainesville Sun. And I'm thinking, oh man, we're gonna get every scoop. Yeah, now. We, didn't, we didn't get anything. Nothing. She didn't really. I mean, I don't blame her. She shouldn't have. She didn't pass anything along. Yeah. I would have. I would have slipped you some stuff. So that was the year then. So that was the year that Kyle Morris and them got suspended too, right? Mm Mm-hmm. For fantasy football or whatever it was. Speaking of fantasy football, hope everybody's done their drafts because it gets going tomorrow. We got ours done here. You guys are playing for second. Sleep so Center Superstore of Gainesville. I did another draft last night. I got another C grade. <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? That's well, wait a minute. You're, you're, you're in another league? Yeah, I do my I have my money league. Oh, okay. I'll let you get away with that. But, you you know, it's like filling out multiple brackets. No, yeah, this is completely yeah. different. I only have one player of the same on both teams. As long as you're investing money. So I need him to be good this year. And that would be of your Seattle Supersonics. It would be, God, something in my eye. Who would it be? Their stud wide receiver. Um, <laughs> I can't think. My brain's going today. Lockett? No. Um, the Largent? Beast. Largent? The Beast, yes. Steve Largent. Steve Largent. The touchdown. He, he Wasn't he the all-time touchdown leader for a while? Until Doring broke his record? Julio Jones? No. I don't know. He went to Ole Miss. Uh, uh, oh, um, that guy, Metcalf. Yes. D.K. Metcalf, yeah. Yes. His body is very similar to mine. I didn't know he was – He was. that's who he played for. I, 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 I got to get – Well, I, then you need to trade me Russell Wilson in our league. All right, I'll trade so you – So I can have him. I'll trade you Russell Wilson for a hamburger for today. For Baker Mayfield. Oh, no way. It's a great trade. Baker's going to tear it up this year. I just will go back to the title of my team. To, your, to respond to you. <laughs> your mom, no way. Can you tell her one that story? Yeah. Is it yes. why your team name is that? Because yeah. I did have a couple people email, why is Pat called that? Well, it's be, there's a story that um, uh, this writer for the Alligator was waiting for Spurrier to come out. He was finally going to get to cover. It was his dream to cover the Gators. Finally, he was a beat writer for the Alligator. He was kind of a big guy, and um, 
really good writer, did really good work. Uh, I worked for the Atlanta Sentinel for a while. I don't know where he is now. But anyway, he's waiting for Steve to come up that hill, and we're all done with him. And he comes up and he goes, hey, Coach, my name is Matt, and I'm going to be covering the Gators this year. It's really an honor to be covering you guys. And he goes, okay, Matt, all right. He says, uh, yeah, by the way, my mom dated you in high school or in, in college. And he's looking at looks him up and down and goes, your mom? No way. <laughs> So that's the name. I've always said that was going to be the name of one of my teams eventually. So, <laughs> Your mom, no way. I, and the name of my uh, picks team for the college games is the Sedegives, which is a young Frankenstein. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I am killing it with names this year. Doing very good. It used to be my fancy name used to be Cold Beer on Ice, but I like that name. It's good. I had to change it up because they lost a lot of games. They did. All right. Yeah, well, smell if you want to hear your name called, then uh, just call us, 392-8255. We'll uh, open up those phone lines for you. We'll talk a little uh, college football, NFL stuff too. A lot going on as uh, things get going this week for real across the country. It's the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Eli Macaron. Florida Gators football has jumped up two spots in the week two coaches pulled to number nine after their win on Saturday against FAU. They will travel to Tampa Bay to take on the University of South Florida this weekend. In Gators men's tennis, the reigning national champions hold eight spots in the top 125 for the ITA Division I preseason singles rankings, including two in the top five. The Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Boston Red Sox tonight in the second game of a three-game set as Drew Rasmussen will be on the mound for the Rays facing off against the 11-7 Eduardo Rodriguez. Our coverage will begin right here at 6.30 on 98.1 WRUF. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Eli Macaron. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Gator Nation, I've got a cool announcement for you. This is Jamil from the Mealy Pop Shop here in Gainesville, and I've been working on something very special for our state, the great state of Florida. Labor Day weekend, September 3rd to the 5th, we are hosting Collectors Con. It's going to be a very special convention for all types of collectors. We're going to have sports cards, sports memorabilia, comic books, Pokemon cards, Funko Pops, as well as many autograph signers. These include Wander Franco, you know, from the Tampa Bay Rays. It's actually going to be his first official public signing, as well as Antonio Brown from the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Bucks. Visit our website, www.collectors-con.com, for ticket information. Follow us on Instagram as well, at collectors underscore con. You can also win tickets for this event on the tailgate, so listen to Jeff and Pat over the next couple weeks. Don't forget the dates. Labor Day weekend, September 3rd through 5th, at the Tampa Bay Convention Center, Collectors Con 2021. There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly Maid is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. 
Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest, and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. When fun finally returns, Bud Light legends don't just come back. They come roaring back, carrying a cooler full of Bud Lights, an inflatable dolphin, and those Velcro pads with the balls that stick to them. And this summer, with a cooler at their side, they're going to make up for all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light legends. It's time to take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AP Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back. Jeff and Pat here with you. Jason producing today. You can call us up, 392-8255. There are uh, a whole bunch of random websites out there. Some, I would assume, are legit. Some, not so much. But I was always told if it's on the internet, it must be true. So, I found something, and it is giving the top 25 college football players in week one with their NIL abilities. And basically what it did was took fan engagement data from September 2nd through September 6th as well as retail partner demand, which is you know a lot of these bigger places and different things that are happening. And out of those partners, it's like Dick's, it's Academy Sports, Hibbets, Lids, Rally House, stuff like that. Bryce Young was the number one NIL guy. Of course he was. Number two, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State's quarterback. How about this one? Will Levis was number three, Mm -hmm. Kentucky quarterback. Well, they've been hankering for a quarterback for a long time. And maybe because he went viral eating a banana. Yeah, and that's probably part of it. Probably uh, helped. Chris Olave. I hope four. he has a ba- uh, banana endorsement. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> Chris Olave four, Jack yeah, Cone five. That's the uh, the Notre Dame quarterback. He's one of my heroes. Did uh, some good things certainly. Then good old Matt Corral could have been a Gator, but instead he's the old Miss quarterback. So you can keep going through the rest of them. 
Dumbass JT Daniels is number 13, which still floors me. Maybe he did like a mustache campaign or something. Well, he's got zero touchdown passes. That's year. right. I know that. But he's 13th on the list. And then how about this? Number 19, Anthony Richardson. Well, after what happened, yeah, Saturday night. I mean, because that's... And he's ahead of Spencer Rattler. Yeah. And your boy Zeb Noland Zeb. on that list. How about that Zeb's story? Zeb's dead, man. We, Zeb's dead. We, we talked about it. Leading up to it last week, you got to give him credit. He went they, out and well, that team they who'd they play, Eastern Illinois, I think it was bad. Yeah, they must be bad. But still, uh, that's a neat story. But they've got a team that can run the ball on anybody. So mm-hmm. it'll be uh, fascinating to see where it, what happens and whether what happens if he holds it in place for a while and when Luke Doty comes back, do they move him in there? But it's kind of sad that that's what they they left him with. Although somebody did have a good tweet the other day about talking about. No, you know, no matter where where Will Muschamp goes, great defense and lousy offense, and now he's where Georgia. <laughs> so, you saw it. Well, let's First hope it stays hand. that way. Then Florida's got a chance to beat him. All right, out to the calls we go. Stephen is going to join us next. Hey, Stephen, what's up? Hey guys, um, meant to talk about this yesterday when I called, but I'd already taken too much time. Um, Pat, the introduction with uh, Spurrier and Mullen before the game. Yeah. Um, is you might have talked about this if you did i didn't hear it is this a prelude to the ring of honor and if it is is it going to be this year well i mean it was a prelude and it was a kind of a test litmus test to see what the fans would be like i heard there was very little booing if any some people said there was some but i didn't uh other people said it was a great ovation for i mean you're talking about all your sec championships and all your national championships on the field and again, I think that I, I think I told people a long time ago that that's what they would probably do is have Spurrier introduce them. Now, will it be this year? I don't know where their open week is and whether Florida's at home, uh, but I almost think it has to be. I can't think he's going to take a Saturday away from his team before a Sunday game. Or I don't think they have any Thursday games, though, do they? I'd have to look well, at it. it, it uh, I mean – if they didn't have, and and you guys can research that and let us all know, um, if they didn't have have one this year, you would think they would hold. I would think they would hold this off and do it next year when they had one. That would, that'd be my thought. Oh yeah, I mean, there's no hurry here to do this. What they wanted to do, I believe, you know, they they've taken this they really brilliantly when you think about it. You know, they started out by having. Urban saying a lot of good things about Florida. And then they had him to the Miami game two years ago, wearing a Gator shirt, and everybody goes, oh, yeah, yeah, Urban, yeah. Yeah, you won championships here. We like you again. You know, we're, we, we've let it pass. And then we had COVID. And so I think a lot of people went, why am I holding a grudge against Urban Meyer? I wish we could get back to that. And and now they do this, and they go, all right, this is really cool. And, and uh, you know, he hadn't been back to the swamp since he coached here. So that was cool. And now you kind of know that when you do the Ring of Honor, it's going to be a good reception. And whether it'll be this year or next year remains to be seen. I, I, you know, without looking at the schedule, I can't tell you. Well, a couple, couple things to help you. So they have a Thursday night game, Jacksonville does, but the Gators play at Kentucky that weekend. So it wouldn't happen that weekend. And then the Jags' bye week is actually the same as the Gator bye week. It's yeah, so that weekend before Florida-Georgia. More than likely it would not happen this year. It would have to 
be next year. And next year, you could even do it. If they do the schedule the way they did, then you would do the opening game next year, which I can't remember who it's against. I assume it's here. Uh, is that a – I think it is USF. But it may, that may be the second game. I'll, I'll try to find that. And they could do it then. But, uh, yeah, so it was good good for him. And and uh, now after we get him in, then i got to work on getting Lomas Brown in. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Stephen. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, he, I think he needs to be in. I think if you're still holding a grudge at this point or still upset. It's not worth, now I think you have to go back and look at it and go, Holy crap. Yeah, look what he did. Look, look what he did here. I mean, they went 46-7 and seven over a four-year stretch and um, brought all these great players in. Um, I mean, the NFL's loaded with them. Um, yeah, I know people didn't like the way he left, and I know he didn't like the way he left. And mm-hmm. If he had to do over again, he wouldn't have done it that way. He, well, what he would have done was say, look, I need time off after 09. And taking that time off and maybe taking a year, and then all of a sudden Ohio State comes up and you go, well, now he's had plenty of rest. Instead, it was like he comes back, they fall short, the offense stinks. Um, He doesn't have Charlie uh, Strong to run herd over some guys, you know, and and be a good disciplinarian. Uh, And it just didn't work out. And then, you know, and then, but within, what was it, eight months later, he's the new Ohio State coach. That's where people – that's where their aggravation – because people were telling me before before Tattoo Gate broke, people were coming up to me saying, we've heard he's already got a deal with Ohio State. And I'm like, well, they're not getting rid of Trestle. And then Tattoo Gate happened, and they had to get rid of Trestle. And then it – Made it easy. Yeah, made it easy for him. And then he leaves there mad again. <laughs> I think he's pretty good on TV, though. He does a good job. He was job. good on TV. He was great on TV, but uh, we'll see how he is coaching a uh, he's bad He's still bad like NFL you just players. wish you'd see him smile a little bit more. He did, Even then, even when they introduced him. Yeah, and it was like, just like, you know, uh, sh- hold HBC's on. trying to give him his moment, yeah. and he's just like, you know, thanks. thanks yeah. for, am, I, am I in He's like got his arms crossed. Am I really happy about this? Yes, I am. <laughs> this is what I want. We want to talk to David next. Hey, David. Hey, what's up, guys? much so i got i got two questions one i think jeff you might be able to help me out on how many beers is it appropriate to drink when you're working from home watching a game or during the day i'm talking during the day when you're working from home you're talking about wednesday (laughs) yeah wednesday like today i gotta know what my over under was yeah i mean i I would say if if it's an eight hour day you can get three in there not a problem And then I got the st- Jeff Cardozo stamp of approval. And then, yep. you, and then you start drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, Anthony Richardson this past weekend, we saw a lot of like great like flash plays out of him, but Mullen did a good job of kind of explaining, hey, he did some awesome stuff, and it was cool to see him be electric, but he did miss some of the small things. And the last thing I want to happen right now is sort of what happened, to, which I don't think it will, but what happened to Driscoll where – Harris comes in, and then Harris does a couple good things, wins a Tennessee game, and everybody's screaming for him to be playing over Driscoll. We all saw how that turned out. Well, I definitely think no, Anthony's a nobody was athlete. screaming for it after Monday of that week because he got arrested for sexual assault or, or at least uh, charged with it and, or accused of it. I don't even remember how it all went. But so he was I off. Thought the it was te- a drug test. No, nah, he was off the team. So yeah. 
And and but everybody was. And I think I think um you know, Muschamp waited so long for Driscoll. He believed Driscoll was gonna be and he was right. He believed Driscoll would be an NFL quarterback. Yeah, he's a really good player. Yeah. And and yeah, it mean, just things just never worked out for one reason or another and then he got hurt and then you know, that year he just he, I, I think Jeff lost a lot of confidence. I think he lost, you know, that feeling of uh I'm the guy cuz I don't know the next guy may be right, right Yeah and then. I mean Jeff, Jeff and I were really close and I remember having a conversation with him and and I said, you know, hey, why don't you try to come back now that the the staff's changed and you know, this is maybe a system you could run and do all that kind of stuff. And he's like there's no way that I can be in Gainesville. Yeah. Like he it was, was hard on he him. was so beat up by people. I I witnessed somebody oh, walk yeah. up to his face and basically tell me suck. And remember yeah, I, that I had when, classes around the time with him, and it was it was weird. My sister was here when Tebow was here, and people would line up outside of classes to meet him. And I almost saw the same thing where you'd have three or four people hanging out outside of one of Driscoll's classes just to tell well, him he sucked. And yeah, I'm but like, I mean during like, during that eleven and one or eleven and two year, it ended up being. But uh, he was very popular. And remember, uh, ESPN came down and started doing Tebow comparisons. Mm-hmm. And, even he was like, "Come on, man, you can't do that." But uh, so he was very popular, and then everything just kind of went south of that Miami game. They had a bunch of turnovers in that game, and you know things just never worked out. And then you know they bring in Treon Harris uh, at the end of that Tennessee game and and pull it out, and they're like, you know, everybody's coming back to. I remember coming back to Gainesville and Monday morning, finding out the pre- was it Monday or Tuesday. I, I, I think it was Monday, but it might have been Tuesday. But anyway, press conference has been delayed till five. I'm like, Whoa, what? Oh, something's going on. And Trion was done for that period of time. Oh yeah, um, you know, like I remember hearing ESPN when he was winning that Tennessee game. They said, yeah, Florida was the only team to recruit him at the D1 level as a quarterback. Everybody wanted him as a defensive back, Trion Harris. And I remember that doesn't sound like a compliment. It wasn't, and, a, it wasn't uh, a compliment, yeah. And so, uh, like, this, like I, I was never really sold on him. And we saw Will Greer, I was like, wow. And it's just, I got to say, it is refreshing to have two what I would consider stud quarterbacks now. You had Trask last year, so technically you had three last year on campus. But you have two of them right now. Even to have this conversation of, well, Emory was pretty consistent for the first, like, quarter and a half, and then – you know, you have some miscues, but then Richardson super explosive, and be able to have that conversation. Now, I think Gators fans forget how far down we were. I mean, there was a point where AJ Appleby was starting, but there was a point where Morning Wedge started the South Carolina game. Like we we got to remember those types of things so that we can enjoy it right now. And I think we need to just you know trust our coach, let Mullen do what Mullen does. And I mean, I don't think we're going to regret it if we let that happen. Oh, I did hear a good nickname for Anthony Richardson, though, and I'm digging this one. It could be a little controversial, but have you guys heard people calling him AR-15? Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. he calls himself. Yep. Yeah, shirt. He's got shirts, that man. Is a, that's a bad, that's a, honestly, that's a badass nickname, and I can dig it, but uh, so if that's the best career move politically, climate, I guess, wise, but I, I can I can dig it. I like what he what he brings to the table, and uh, I hope you all have a good one. Um I'll talk to you all later, but be safe out there, guys. All right, David. You too. Appreciate it. You know, the funny thing is about we were just talking about that when Treon came in and they pulled that game out. And, um, 
he didn't have a lot to do with it, but they, the first play they called was a bootleg, and they were thinking he was going to run the other way, and they got a big big play out of it. And they ended up beating that, winning that game. Don't forget they had already lost once to Alabama, and it was the most yards ever given up by a Florida football team in the history of football. Wow. Um, so you, you knew this team wasn't really going anywhere. But the, the funny thing is, so they end up having to start Driscoll, and in that game – the next game was LSU, and they lose thirty to twenty-seven, and, and there was a big turnover late in that game that he had, and you know it was, it was just kind of more of the same. And it, and then that, after that was that game against Missouri. Remember when they got just yeah. destroyed, and then everybody pretty much gave up on the season. And that was it. And what they do? They went and beat Georgia. They did. All right, not it for us. We got a long time left, hour and a half or so. So if you want to call, you can three nine two eight two five five. This is the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Jeff Cardozo here. We all strive for quality in the things we do. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. So now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for the past three decades from the crew at Quality Plumbing. Now you can spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. And they've been doing it a long time. The original Quality Plumber since 1985. Quality Plumbing, their name says it all. Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you've probably got the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But one visit to Oaks Jewelry will get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch. All the compliments you're going to get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. Proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is a one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. So check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch. Lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu. Or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in north-central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. So I knew it was finally time to do something about it. And thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. 
They told me my unit was as old as Pat Dooley is, and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly, and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from train. And even though they are train comfort specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there, and the repair services are as fast as my fastball was back in the day, and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong. With my new train variable speed system the temperature has evened up throughout the house there is much lower humidity and the unit is even generator friendly if need be so if you need your ac unit looked at call crystal air at 333-0460 because they aren't comfortable until you are from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update Onshore winds from the Gulf of Mexico are going to keep rain chances elevated across the North Florida Peninsula into the first part of the overnight. Locally heavy rainfall possible closer to the St. John's River this evening. Mostly cloudy skies after midnight with a chance for pre-dawn showers for the Big Bend in the Swanee Valley. A few showers are possible along I-75 during the morning commute. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. When you go back and you look at the early success of Tom Brady, the New England Patriots want to play that way. You're going to see a lot of underneath stuff in front of the linebackers, not over the linebackers. That's what you're going to see early and often with the New England Patriots in Mac Jones because protecting him gives them the best chance to win. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online. All right, so on the back of the ticket for that Florida-Mississippi State game in 1989, the last time Florida played there, there's advertisements for Rocky Rococo Pizza. Have you ever heard of that? Never. I guess it was it was in Tampa, but certainly wasn't. I don't remember one here. Maybe somebody does remember one here. Missed that about tickets. You get a little coupon to Subway or something on there. Yeah, and I, I know that they had trouble uh, for the first game, and Scott Strickland addressed that. That you know, it's the same problem we all have. Or everybody, not we. I don't have a problem. Yeah, getting people to come show up for work. You know, and this for some reason we've gotten to be really lazy in this country so they did have a lot of long lines for those digital tickets but they're trying to work on that for the Alabama game because well I think people get into the game earlier for that one I would expect them to they want to see just how much bigger Alabama is in Florida (laughs) that it is something I purposely did when when Florida went to those back-to-back SEC championships games I'd go down to the field before the game just to walk around and be able to try to see if I could differentiate the the size difference. And it was. And when you got to Bama, you couldn't even tell, like, first, second, or third string. They just had a whole bunch of dudes that were ginormous. And it was definitely different. And I think, you know, that's that was obviously when McIlwain was here and you're still trying to develop the program and get it back to 
or be relevant again. But it just right then, even like you just, just they're like Florida is not going to be able to compete because they don't have those types of sizes. They don't have those dudes. Yeah, I watched the. I finally got to watch the Alabama game. Uh, Florida, I'm not Florida, but uh, Miami, uh, because I was tailgating during the time it was on, and I watched it. And I tell you what, it's not just that they've got the best players. How well coached they are, and it doesn't matter who who comes in there. Everybody's coaching based on what Saban's plan is. So sure. you're the new linebackers coach. Here's our verbiage. Mm-hmm. Here's what we do. Here's when we want to blitz. Blah blah blah. You know, it's not like and guys will put a little stamp on it, but that stamp's just got a little corner of it. Uh, but to watch more than anything, because I was curious how they did it with uh, De'Eric King, the way they gap controlled their pass rush, and even what they did stunts. There was a guy stunning into one gap. And a guy stunning into another gap, so he never had anywhere to go. I mean, he had a couple plays. You're gonna ha- you're gonna give up some. That was what they did against Tebow in '09. Mm-hmm. They spent all summer working on that to not let him get away and and run for a lot of yardage, and it worked, obviously in that game. And then uh, against Miami, it did. And of course, their offense just had a field day. But I, I don't I don't know if people understand how much of a team sport football is. Because right. if you're not doing that, like let's just say you and I are the like you're you're a safety and I'm a corner. Well, you have a job to do and I have a job to do. And obviously the communication is gonna be, hey, here's what the coverage is, here's what we need to do. Well, if you don't do your job, then I'm not gonna be able to do my job. But if you do your job, you may not get the credit for the tackle or the pass breakup, but you at least prevented something else from happening so I could make the play. Right. And and that's what's so important. And I think Florida got away from that last year because they didn't communicate. They weren't able to to do different things and and understand where they were supposed to be and 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 I, I don't just think that that mindset alone. So I, I think now you have to if you're especially if you're these two new coaches coming in and and Montanar and, and Wesley McGriff, that these guys now that's their job. They've got to ensure that guys are buying in and understanding that and trying to get it across like hey you guys were god awful last year like here's what you need to do better and if they can buy into that then i think it's going to be better so i mean i agree with that and that's the thing um you know just watching that game because you know like if one if if you don't do your job at alabama there's a guy behind you that'll get get in the game and they'll put him in you know you know who else uh it was kind of funny um I didn't even realize he was there, but Major Wright's brother plays for them, and actually had a pick that they called back in the late in the game. But he plays a little bit. I mean, he doesn't play a, a ton, but he he plays a little bit. But the, yeah, they just keep bringing in four stars and five stars. And okay, you're not blocking well. This is why the whole thing with Billingsley, that they're tight end, who might be a first round draft pick, but he's got he's got to get on the field. And Nick's like tired of dealing with him, and they showed him talking to Billingsley on the sideline over and then they put him in the game and he had a good block and he they were happy with him so i mean that's a luxury that alabama has that not many teams have whatever if you better do your job we're playing we're in this as a team if you don't play like a team if you don't do your job and let somebody else down you're out of there we'll get another guy in who's probably just as good as you yeah i think he, he saban's obviously done a really good job of bringing that across and make everybody understand that because i mean I don't know if you would say that they're they're scared of him, but 
they understand that if they don't, then somebody else is going to be able to do that. And they want to play, and they want to certainly get to the next level and do all those types of things. And I think Saban holds them accountable. And if they don't, yep. he, you're, you're yanked, and you're not going to see the field. So I think you got to give him a lot of credit for being able to do that. I, I mean, I don't have the balls sometimes to do that. But that's that's why he's the leader that he is. No, he's he's. I tell you what, the 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 thing that everybody has to realize is that Nick Saban is not going the way of Bobby Bowden. And no, God rest his soul. I mean, I like Bobby Bowden. I'm not I'm not trying to make fun of, him, but Bobby Bowden started his legacy started to fade at the end of his career, and part of it was because people were always using the he's too old, he's not going to be your coach all four years and everything. With Saban, that's not going to happen. In fact, Saban seems to be growing stronger, like like this amoeba that just keeps well, eating everything. And, and he's inside. loosening up too, yeah, which is great. I think that he's showing a personality. He's having fun. He's uh, he likes coaching. I, he loves coaching this team, and and this team may not be as good as last year's team, but they may play as good mm-hmm. because that's what he's able to get out of them. And it's not like he's going to miss. I mean, he's not going to go. Boy, I, I guess we just called a bad game either I, I i look i like i said i don't i don't like florida's chances next week gonna be tough all right let's get uh break we'll come back get a few more phone calls before we finish up our number one here on the tailgate gainesville sports center here's what's trending now on espn 98 1 fm 850 a.m wruf good afternoon i am keish laspinal the tampa bay rays who are currently 88 and 51 Go up against the Red Sox, who are 79 and 62, with coverage starting right here at 6:30. The Rays look for another win and a series sweep tonight to maintain their lead in the AL East. In the NFL, the regular season starts tomorrow with the returning Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, playing against the Dallas Cowboys at 8:20 p.m. Looking ahead, UF Soccer has a home game against number two North Carolina at 7 Thursday night. It is the first time since 1998 for North Carolina to visit Gainesville. UF Volleyball has a home game against Baylor on Friday night at 8 p.m. and look for another win. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Keishla Espinal. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. It's an unprecedented diamond-buying opportunity at International Diamond Center. Three days only, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. IDC is rolling out the largest selection of hand-picked diamonds ever seen here. And you can buy like a dealer buys. Choose from thousands of GIA and Forevermark diamonds. These are the best of the best. Certified by the world's top gem labs. Rare, precious diamonds at prices never seen before. Rounds, princess cuts, emerald cuts, cushion cuts, ovals. From 1 carat to 20 carats, all on sale. Don't be surprised to see jewelry. 
jewelry store owners and diamond brokers shopping at this event. It's IDC's largest and most aggressive public diamond buying event ever. And if that wasn't enough, we're offering three years zero interest financing on any diamond purchase. Plus, for these three days, you get extra savings and incentives on all engagement ring mountings, including Takori. Don't miss this amazing opportunity and open to the public multi-million dollar diamond buying event. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only. And only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Football season is here. It's time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this season. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater room from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gators head coach Dan Mullen, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. We welcome you back. Pat and Jeff here with you. Yeah. Let's get a couple calls to wrap up the hour. Here all the way till 6 as Rob joins us next. Hey, Rob, what's up? Hey, fellas. Good to join you. By the way, I love, I love the day. I, I get so much laughter in that's four to six hours than I do all day long, man. So it's amazing. That's, that's what but, we're here for. That's <laughs> <laughs> Pat doesn't even know it. He, he just makes you crack up. He doesn't even realize it's being funny, but he is. That's what my hey, wife says. Check this out. I mean, everybody, you know, all the honus is on the quarterbacks and, you know, which one's going to start or whatever. I kind of like that both of them are dynamic. I think this year is going to be totally different. People have to realize we're not an aerial assault team like we were last year with Trash. We're going to be – I think we're going to be a run-first team and then we're going to have to put the ball where we need to put it when we have to put it in the air. So I don't put all this on the quarterbacks. I, I, I put this on the receivers, the tight ends that are unproven right now. Last year we had a first-rounder. We had Tony, another first-rounder. I mean, we had receivers that were, we were were able to get open and make life a lot easier for drafts. So, so I think there's a lot of work to be done there, but I don't think you can put it all on the quarterbacks. I think they need to – get their rhythm together, and, and and that is where they need to sharpen up their knives, don't you? No doubt. I mean, they will, I mean, but that was what you're supposed to do during the summer, you know, when you just bring sure. drag all those guys out there and you get better at it. However, I will say this, um, you know, it sometimes it's different when the lights are on and there's 86,000 people in the stands. <laughs> uh, but, you know, watching – 
watching Bryce Young uh, yet today. I actually got to. I was saying earlier, I got to watch that game, and they were talking about he throws a catchable ball. He throws a soft, softer ball than than what Emory's just trying to load up everything yeah. and throw it right through the guy. He's just got to learn how to do that, but it may not come. Yeah, yeah. That that that's going to be um, to me that that's going to be where Florida takes that next step. I mean, and they have to do it relatively quickly. But I still believe. You know, I don't look at I don't look at our team after one game and say, "Oh, it's over with." No, I look at like from one game from game one to game two. Do you improve from game one to game two, and then do you improve from tremendously from game two to game three, where you can compete with the top ranked team in the country? That's that's what we're headed for. We can't sit up there and say, "I look at game one and and really." Look at it and say, no, they're not going to beat Alabama. Everybody's throwing in the town. No, you take what you did in game one and realize you're running the ball well. You you, you ran for damn near 400 yards, but no, exactly. you, didn't, you weren't. Yeah, and you weren't able to. You just weren't able to connect with your receivers, and your your aerial game is not there. So, think about this: Steve Spurrier, he would have his quarterback throw and throw till they couldn't throw anymore. I mean, I wonder if what they're doing in practice, if that is, if that is right there, the stickler. Because to me, I would be, they were, their arms would be sore today. In other words, I would have them throwing and getting in rhythm or whatever. But yeah, you're right. You know, all that should have been done in the off season. So now to me, you know, we'll see what happens, but I just want to see from game one to game two, I want to see an improvement. I don't want to see the same mistakes that they made in game one to carry over to game two. And then from game two, you focus in on the biggest team in the country and try to chalk the world. So we'll see where we go. I'm, I'm, I'm in it to win it. And I think I think we need to be loyal to Emory. Emory stuck around here. He could have left. And I think we need to he – hasn't, he hasn't lost a starting job. He hasn't lost a game. Maybe he didn't play his best game. But I think we need to give him the reins. But that guy, AR-15 – that's dynamite right there, brother. We, we need to use him as much as we can. But we also got to make sure those horses stay healthy because we don't have much there, gentlemen. Y'all have a good one. All right, Rob, thank you. To, to me, though, Pat, the game this week, like it, it doesn't matter anything on USF's side. Like It's not even worth us breaking it down, analyzing USF. I mean, obviously, they're not good for one. But this game is all about Florida. It's taking care of Florida. It's figuring out yourself, and I think that's the way that they need to approach it. So the things that they feel would hopefully work well against Alabama or the things that they didn't do well against FAU, that's what this game is for. We need to shore up this in order for us to be better that next week. So it's similar to what Rob was talking about, but to me that that's the entire thing. Like That's what practice should be this week. That's certainly what Saturday should be like. It's Hey, you got you got to go out and execute, but it's a team you should be able to pound, and it's a team that you. Well, but that's still a team that you prepare for to win the game. So yeah, I got, get that. You've got to go out there and do the things that you you think will work. You're not going to run plays you know won't work against the defense they're running. Yeah, yeah. Just to run. Them. No, I I get that, but it's still it's it's still figuring out though. Can I do this? And if it doesn't go well this week, well then I can't do that next week. Right. Right. No, you um I and the thing is Florida could in this game literally run the ball every down. Sure. And and win the but game. But that's not the goal. The goal no, is to but that's not gonna sharpen your, your yeah, pass. Try to work on that timing, get the communication right. Make sure that Emory doesn't have to come over to the sideline and Dan has to whisper stuff in his ear. 
Like that doesn't need to there happen. Little sweet nothings. Yeah. Into his ear. Yeah. No, they've got to get a little. You know. But again, the game one to game two, you usually make a little bit of a jump. I think it's it's over uh, emphasized, but uh, there definitely is. Teams do get better now. Just there, there are some teams that won't get better. You know. Yeah, I I think though the the weird part of what Emery though talked about, he said I, I was really really comfortable going into all the practices and everything that we did leading up to the game, but just for some weird reason that week of the game, like I wasn't nervous, but I just I didn't feel the same. Like I I don't know where that is or what why he said that or where where that's coming from. Like. Okay, well then hopefully then this week is back to normal and you felt the same that you did over the summer where people thought you were actually going to be decent and and what what's going to happen. So Well, that's and I think that's what your the goal is. So that's that's that thing from game 1 to game 2 right. saying, "Okay, well, all right, maybe I I felt a little weird." It's I mean, heck. Well, because let's face it. You you've never played um in a game like this yeah. next next week. I mean, the last time the number one team in the country came to the swamp, of course, they may not be number one if Mercer knocks them off. It's true. Uh, was uh, I think it was Miami and looks for sure one, two, two killed yeah. them. They killed Florida. Killed them. It was not good. It was not good. I used to remember why I got my story done real easy because it was such a blowout, and I was in the car listening to. Russell's show and just fans were just going it's pretty clear we got so far to go there are so much better than us <laughs> we got an hour to go so we'll step aside come back get more of your phone calls Larry Phillip hold through the break and you'll be next to join us here on the tailgate WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new-car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like-new car or truck today for a fresh of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet North Main Street online at GainesvilleChevy.com See dealer for complete details Now you can get smarter free checking that pays you early, pays you often and pays you more at Radiant Credit Union. With Radiant's free checking account, you can get your paycheck, retirement check or other benefits check up to 24 hours early with direct deposit to your Radiant checking account. Radiant also pays you often where there are exclusive nickel-back rewards, earning you a nickel back on your Visa debit card with signature purchases. And Radiant pays more with our special Even Up Savings account. That earns you up to 4% annual percentage rate, up to $4,000 on your spare change from your debit card transactions. So what are you waiting for? You deserve to get paid early, paid often, and paid more because you're a Radiant Credit Union member. 
Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening up your new free checking account today and start getting paid early, often, and more right away. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Rates are current as of August 24th, 2021. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri This is Florida Gator Jeffrey Meldon. And if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there's only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit Meldon Law's Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, all right, all right. We are back for the second hour, brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. Ready for another fun edition of the tailgate. I will not be here tomorrow. I will be speaking to the Gator Bowl Association over in Jacksonville, my good friend Greg McGarity. Uh going to go over there and chat with them and apparently they have a lot of gators but they got a lot of georgia and i oh, gotta sure up, i know i'm gonna come up with uh something for them i'm sure you can what a terrible offense you have make it good so yeah zach and i'll be at spurriers tomorrow we'll uh hang out we'll do the show and then we'll wrap up the week on be cool friday always cool to be there and always cool to talk to you so plenty to talk about and let's get right back to it as Philip joins us next. Philip, what's up? What's going on, guys? Hey, man. Hey, um, I wanted to make a comment about saving, but real quickly, um, I trust Dan. I know that I said forever last year I always wanted um, Kyle Trask. I always thought he was better than Felipe Franks, and it stunned me that Dan stayed as long as he did, and it happened, and I think he realized. So I don't think he'll make that same mistake again if he thinks Richardson's better, he'll do it. But I'm not too worried about that. Uh, for some reason, when I watched Emory, the other times he played a couple of years ago, he came in and he just his body language seemed so natural and fine. When I saw him Saturday night, 
you could see his body language. It just something wasn't right. So I think that's special. I think just he was probably nervous. He wasn't like that before, but, but we'll see. My point about Saban is this. Um, he's got that thing self-running. Once mm-hmm. he started that recruiting, it, it's, it's, it's like the sun. It just powers itself. I mean, he just, he just runs that thing. But I've always admired about him is he doesn't let anybody run him ship but him. Oh, absolutely. You know, when Urban had all those five stars, Urban talked about how hard it was to keep these guys in line. They all walked in like they own everything. And somehow Nabin, uh, Saban, he seems to get these five stars to understand. Uh, I know he's got a lot of them, but Urban did it at the time, too, that this is my ship. And they do what he says. Here's, here's the, the part that Alabama will have to worry about someday is, to me, Nick Saban is the University of Alabama. He is bigger than the Alabama program and what problem is that it's like a supernova man they go to play for nick saban guys all over the country don't say hey i can't wait to play for alabama they say i'm getting ready to play for nick saban and the day he leaves okay the day he leaves they're not going to say hey you know i'm a i'm a five-star in florida i'm a five-star i know he had that big tight end out of chicago they're not gonna go oh i can't wait to go to alabama they're going to play for nick saban and sometimes if you are bigger than the program they are going to play for you, Nick Saban. They couldn't find Tuscaloosa on a map, half of them. They go to Nick Saban. When he leaves, they're not all going to go, oh, I just can't wait to go to Alabama. The man is gone, and that's the reason they're going. And when you become bigger than the program, uh, the day he leaves, whenever that is, I think Alabama just turns back to what they were before when they had all those coaches for 15 years trying to find them. I mean, the difference between Alabama and Mississippi State is about 90 miles. The big difference is Nick Saban. <laughs> and when he leaves, he is the program and it's going to kill him. Yeah. Well, you go to Prattville and you take a left. That's how you get to Tuscaloosa. I know that. There you go, guys. All right, you guys take it easy. Thank you, Philip. But, I mean, yeah, but what he has built is actually bigger than what Bryant built. Because what Bryant built, again, this was Bowden syndrome where he was – his star was starting to, to get to a little bit faded – and remember, they his last game was in the Liberty Bowl. For gosh sakes, uh, I think what Saban has built may be indestructible. You know, uh, especially if you get the right guy. I know that everybody talks about Dabo because Dabo played there, but I don't. I don't know that he would make that move. Uh, whether he, but if he didn't, all right, who's the second best coach? Because you'll get him. I mean, whoever yeah, but it who is, would that be? Who, think... Whatever you want. You want to get Lincoln, Lincoln Riley? He'll come to Alabama. I think anybody would come to Alabama because. It's such a great it's job. It's just an easy transition in. And but what they did last time is they they just they made some bad hires that weren't you know again they were still you know Mike DeBose was a terrible hire. They they also won the SEC day in '99. Uh, Shula was a bad hire. They smoked Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I mean you that know, was the pro throw game, right? Yeah, no, it was uh, the pro throw year, but not that game. Well, yeah, the yeah, no, the that's not when he got hurt, right? But it was that, that yeah, that year. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else from there for there got hurt. No, it was it was when a year pro right. throw was against the Gators. I was thinking about the catch. Was the catch with Southern Miss when he caught no, the no, ball? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That's when You're he right. shattered yeah. his leg. And they they it was said the Gator game. They said D Webb hit him was a questionable call. It was a totally legitimate play. I mean, there was no penalty because there was nothing bad happened. Um. Yeah, because remember the first play of the game, they had bomb touchdown. Was that Julio? Was he still there? Anyway, whoever it was. Anyway, so 
I mean, it may be indestructible unless they make a huge coaching blunder. And I think they're smart enough at now to not try to find a guy that let yeah. the guys find them. Whoever, look, whoever wants to be the coach. Irvin, you interested in getting back into college? Come on. We, we'll, we'll give you a shot. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, uh, I think Lincoln Riley would be second behind Dabo and desired, you know. Brian Kelly? I don't know. Maybe. Wouldn't, they could do worse. McIlwain will be available. He's got that appendix out now, so you know that's not going to happen again. He's got Alabama ties. He does. Hey, hey, you know what? We we got more than one plane here, I found out. <laughs> Let's get Larry next. Lawrence, what's up? Hey, guys. What's going on this afternoon? Not much. What about uh, Jimbo Fisher? You think he would go there? Yeah, You know what? Well, yeah, do I think he would? Yes. Um, but he's got such a good deal – and yeah, he's getting so much, and, and, my, and my, you want to be the first guy to do something somewhere yeah. rather than come in. The best you can do, the best you could do, is be as good as Nick Saban. I mean, that is the best you can. Yeah, do. that's not. And, and you're and probably he, not going to do that. He, and he, they, I mean, with him being out of the picture, then Jimbo would think he could win and, yeah. and stay put. That's what I would do. Well, I just got back in town, so I haven't been able to listen to you guys. So if I say something that you've already heard several times this week. Um, I apologize, uh, but I was surrounded by hurricane fans. I was down in Pembroke Pines with some my in-laws and hearing them cry about the game. But yeah. um, what what do you guys think? I have a couple of questions. What do you guys think how the secondary look? I know it's the first game. I thought the line and linebackers were pretty good, but the secondary, I don't know uh, for you know for having the whole workouts during the summer and stuff. Uh, Either they were playing playing prevent in the fourth quarter, or they just haven't made much progress from last year. What do you guys think? I think that until there was eight minutes gone in the game, they had not let the other team into the red zone. Mm-hmm. And I mean yeah. that that to me is all. You, I mean the game was over by then, and they hit one big pass where it was a jump ball, and the guy and the guy made a really nice play on it, and those things will happen. So I don't think you can judge. Uh, the secondary by how they played in the fourth quarter when they did have a lot of backups in there as well. Okay, and um, and about Emory, um, AR looks good, but you know you try to be level-headed. You know, don't get too excited about him. Don't get too down on Emory. But for as long as Emory has stayed here, you know, like the previous caller said, waiting his turn. Uh, I don't know body language. He just doesn't seem uh, like he. I don't know. To me, he just doesn't seem like he's all there. I don't know if it was being the first-time starter. You know, when AR came in, I mean, the crowd, for one, got into it. The team seemed to pick up when AR got in there. And, I mean, throwing the ball, even from last year, Emory, you know, he has a nice arm, but when he's down in the red zone or when he's trying to make a pass across the middle – Guys, he just doesn't seem like he has the touch on the ball. And I, I hate to say that because he's waited his turn, and I think he's a great athlete. But I just hope Dan Mullen, like the previous caller said, you know, doesn't that learn, he learned from his mistake with Felipe and Trask. Trask was clearly a better uh, quarterback than Felipe. You know, whether AR is better than Emory, I guess time will tell. I just, I don't want. Dan to make the same mistake if this kid is better then put him in you know don't 
feel like you have to be loyal to Emory just because he's stuck around. You know, I mean, I want Emory Jones to do good, but if he's not cutting it, man, get him out of there. Don't wait till the third, fourth quarter when you are playing a team like Alabama. Kentucky looked good the other day. I mean, Tennessee looked good. Don't wait till the last minute to put this kid in because you're trying to stick with Emory and then it turn around and bite us. And I just want to get y'all's comments on that off the air and go Gators. All right, welcome back, Larry. My question would be, how do you know that Anthony Richardson is is good? Well, we don't know that either, you know. And so, you know, I, I, I don't – I think everybody always loves a guy they haven't seen really. And because of the one I, – I think if, if Anthony Richardson – doesn't hurdle that guy. I don't think the calls would be as vociferous as, as they've been this week looking for Well, he still had the 73-yard run. He and, did, but that was straight and, ahead and the run. touched him. Yeah, but then they also, when they come out with the mile-per-hour speeds, it's three fast guys yeah. and then Anthony Richardson at 6'4", 240, the fastest four runs but in college football. And how many – I mean, my point is, how many times are you going to get that kind of a lane – in a, in a season, maybe twice. Yeah, but if you're that fast, though, then maybe you can create the lane yourself and do things differently. I know, but I'm I, look. He was. I'm just saying the the things he did running the football were very good, but we don't know if he's good enough to be the starting quarterback in the, in the Correct. Alabama and run a game the entire yeah. run, run plays the entire game and go through that. I, it's and, almost and, better and, to have Emory start the game, a guy who's at least right. got some experience, and then bring him in. And, yeah. and, and I, th- I think they need to do it as the two-quarterback system. Yeah. I think that's the best way to go about it, and then that way Mullen can be able to communicate with both of them on the sidelines and help them understand what they're supposed to do and look at what he's seeing because obviously he knows what he's doing and then try to get them to go out and execute Right, it. exactly. And that's the thing. We, we'll just see how this all transpires. I'm actually this, reading Schleyball's thing about overreacting yeah. from Monday. Which, but this week will be a big week. I mean, Emery's got to be able to, on the little hitch passes, screen passes, wide receiver screens, that kind of stuff, not throw it at the guy's knees where he's forced to go down to a knee and – and catch it, like throw it to his helmet, let him catch it the way it's supposed to do, and and then run. So it's it's the easy throws that he wasn't able to make, and, and Larry, I think that's what's concerning. And then even some of the throws, I mean, it was three different throws to Whittemore where they were all behind him. Well, two, two were behind him, and one he tried to throw ahead of him, and Whittemore laid out to try to catch it, and it hit off of his hands. So Whittemore did everything he could to try to – get the ball three times. He just wasn't delivered the ball three times. Yeah. So He's going to have to be better at that. Guy, guys were open. He, he didn't make decisions quick enough to find him when they were open. And when guys were open, it was this, – this is the one thing I think, Pat, that scares me more than anything else. Because how many times did we have conversations the next day after we saw Felipe and we were saying, gosh, did you see so-and-so 15 yards down the field how open he was? Yeah. And he never got the ball because Felipe didn't see the field. And there were four, if not five, that I can think of right off the top of my head where I watched the game and I saw that. And I'm almost yelling to myself, throw it to that guy. There he is. And he didn't deliver it to that guy. So you have to be able to, especially at that position, identify the guys that are open, not necessarily what your first read's supposed to be. You've got to yeah. have a feel when you get to the line of scrimmage how they're playing you and and figure out where to go with the ball. And I think it's important for Dan to uh, give him 
a really good game plan in terms of building his confidence for the next week. You know, you don't want his confidence to go down, and now you've already kind of don't really want to start Anthony Richardson because you're not sure he can handle it, especially something a crowd like that and everything. The funny thing is, we went into the to the uh, first weekend of the season going, boy. Florida gets Alabama right where they want them. Quarterback making only a third start. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's not so great. Now, uh, obviously, he, he didn't need one start to uh, throw for the most touchdowns ever for a first game. Show how studly he is. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and get some more of your phone calls. You are listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Keisha Espinal. The Tampa Bay Rays, who are currently 88-51, and 51, go up against the Red Sox, who are 79-62, with coverage starting right here at 6.30. The Rays look for another win and a series sweep tonight to maintain their lead in the AL East. In the NFL, the regular season starts tomorrow with the returning Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, playing against the Dallas Cowboys at 8.20 PM. Looking ahead, U.S. Soccer has a home game against number 2 North Carolina at 7 Thursday night. The Gators earned their first win of the season on Sunday and look to improve to a 2-4-1 record with a win on Thursday. It is the first time since 1998 for North Carolina to visit Gainesville. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Keishla Espinal. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey y'all, Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper here with the best news yet of 2021. The salad bar is back, baby. Woo! It's been gone for a year, but starting June 1st, the salad bar is back and better than ever. All right, it'll be exactly the same, but you know what I'm talking about. We're going to eat like it's 2019. Our staff is vaccinated, the dining room's at full capacity, and we're excited to get back to business. I know you love Leonardo's, so please dine in, call for pickup, order online, or get delivery from 352delivery.com. And as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. There's lots of unknowns going on in the world right now, and while we all sit back and try to sort things out, Oaks Jewelry wants to let you know that if you need some help, they are there if needed. Now, we already know that if you need any fine jewelry or engagement rings, there's no other place to go. But they also offer layaway services and short-term loans, and they'll even buy that gold that's been just laying around the house for years. So why not get something for it? With tons of certified diamonds, gemstones, and designer items, Oaks Jewelry has a wide variety of whatever you might be looking for at a price range for every budget. Check out all their inventory online at oaksjewelry.com. 
This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest, and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. To some, that may just sound like ice hitting heavy-duty plastic. But to a Bud Light legend, it's a signal that says it's time. Time to dust off the barbecue tongs and load up the cooler with 37 Bud Lights and an assortment of dips. Because it's time to take back all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light Legends. Let's take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AB Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. We got Dooley, we got Dozo, and we got you. If you want to call, 392-8255. It is the tailgate here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good to talk some ball. I guess we always talk ball, but the uh, the oblong thing that bounces funny sometimes seems to you like to talk that bring up the scenes. every's interest. Do you call it now with softball? Do you call it the seams? Because are there really are there seams or are they? Yeah, they're still seams. Yeah, but they're like lower. I always asked. I used to ask softball coaches. I go, why is it ever any, anybody ever throwing knuckleball? Just like if you do it, it would. Because your hands aren't that big. It'd be a chance like a changeup. Your hands aren't that big. You got to be able to get your knuckle on it. You can't fit it around a softball. That's not the way I throw mine. Still. All three fingers touching. Still can't do Whoa, it. Whoa, she swung in a mess. Another great knuckleball from Dooley. Let's try it one time. Get smoked. I'd like to watch it. Ryan, what's up? You're next. Hey, man. I I thought for sure you were going to say, we got Dooley, we got Dozos, and on the line we got Dummy. <laughs> Go to Ryan. I wasn't sure if it was it was this Ryan. I would have if I knew for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you can mess with me. And right before the break, you said something about Studley, and I was like, mm, maybe he's going to go speaking of Studley. That's good to rhyme. But there you go. Anyway, so uh, speaking of Studley, and i got a couple of baseball notes before we talk football, but I saw where old Pete uh, hit his 101st last night. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he got 100 and 101, and then they said that's the only Ryan Howard's got to 100 quicker than him, and uh, about one every three. I think I did the math. It was like every 3.43 games, so – Obviously, the Mets still it ain't it ain't turning into anything for him. But man, being in New York and being a home run king, you, you're gonna be living good for a while. 
You would think, and and he has the personality too. Although it's it's a it's a quirky personality. I, I think. It's, I mean, sometimes it, he just looks weird or you know, not not in place. But um, it's it's fun. It's it's cool to watch. And obviously, getting to interact with him so much while he was here, you, you root from afar. It just sucks that he's a Met because of the the battles with the Braves as much as they are. But I mean, I can't really think Ryan of a Gator that's ever gotten a significant contract. You know, you look at like a David Price or a Walker right. Bueller and some of these Vandy guys and Dansby and like there's never really been a Gator that's gotten a ginormous contract baseball wise. So I think no. he's going to be the first by far, and it's it's going to be really cool to see. Uh, I mean, I, mean, I would assume it, it's got to be a couple hundred million. Yeah, was, when it's time. I mean, Eckstein never had that, even though no. he was the MVP. Wilkie never had a, a no. big contract. Ellie. I mean, Zanino's on a $4 million yeah. contract. So even, you know, my kid is, he's up to 29 or 30 home runs now. So. What about Robbie Thompson? Do you hear? No, <laughs> not even him back in the day. So, yeah, he'll be the first big Gator to ever do that, and we'll see if India can stay on pace and, and maybe become the next. I'm curious whether he, yeah. he will get a bigger contract than David Lee got. Remember that David Lee yeah, contract? He was the highest paid guy in the NBA yeah, at one point. Exactly. Well, then your boy Chandler got some pretty, he did. pretty big chunks there, too, and then got hurt and did, what did he do, underwear model or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he and I, were we did an underwear calendar together. <laughs> speedo, speedo shoot together. But and somebody that didn't have a good uh, good weekend, and I don't know if you probably saw this, but um, and I felt sorry for the kid, except it was up against the Braves, but did you see where the kid uh, for the Rockies, it was his pitching debut, and, the, yeah, and now he's picking deep on the first pitch. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and he's from Orlando, um, the kid was. And so I was like, I wonder if his family, you know, how if they find out soon enough, you're going to have your debut. You know, you get all the family there and everything. And they'll show him, you know, we've seen dudes have a debut and go six, seven strong and almost have no hitter. And this poor kid, I saw he, he gave up three or four dingers and, uh, and his ERA is about 20 right now. So I'm like, yeah, it worked. But that's got to be pretty silky for your first first big league pitch. You get turned around. Yeah, always remember Albie's taking him deep. Yeah, but we got a pretty good week. It sets up good. Philly's at the Milwaukee, and we're home with the Nationals, so we maybe we can pick up some ground again. Yep, been dominating them this yeah, year. Yeah, well, they're only half game up now. Aren't Two they? and a half. Two, no. Two and a half, yeah. I thought they were but half game. You don't know, Pat. We don't look the Come on, Dulles. Who'd they, play? Who'd, they, who'd they play yesterday? The Washington Nationals. Beat them. Well, they just won the World Series. Yeah, they yeah. don't have Scherzer Clearly. anymore. Clearly. Clearly, he's not listening to me because I just said we get the Nationals yep. at home. On the he's Brewers not listening. No, I'm looking up David Lee's contract. <laughs> you probably should be looking up his girlfriend. I'm sure he's got a good one. Uh, he actually got but, married to uh, McElroy's ex-girlfriend, yeah. ex-fiance. They're they're doing um, fine financially. Let's put it that I way. I bet. So, um, I bet. So, on the college notes, though, just a couple things. I thought this was um, – and it don't mean a hill of beans other than it's, you know, it's one of our rivals and, and I like it, but – I lost in all the shuffle of the Florida State comeback. McKenzie Milton and all his, his deal was that Florida State has now uh, lost five straight seasons in openers. And um, now, granted, when that streak started, they they lost the first one to Alabama, um, but that was in like 2017 when they were still you know pretty decent team and highly ranked. But since then, they've lost to like Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, Boise State. So I mean, I, I, I'm liking the fact that uh, you know we're still Florida State, Miami. We need to be. Uh, we need to be getting some daggum just recruiting, just owning the daggum state of Florida right now, where both of them still ain't all that all that stiffy. 
Yeah, we'll see how their year turns out. I, I think there was at least, um, if you're a Florida State fan, you have to look at that game and, and feel better yeah. about the program and, and the state of where they are. And We'll see how they play against Jack State this yeah. week. Yeah, and he's gotten some guys to come there, and obviously they've bought in. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. You, you, you just hope for Florida's sake that they have another four or five lost season and the Gators pound them at the end of the year. Uh-huh. And the other thing, I, and I don't know, Pat, if you pay attention to any or talk to any of your, you know, your other journalists, um, buddies there, I know you're still kind of staying in the biz, obviously, but um, I'm curious, if, had Georgia uh, not won that game, um, you know, obviously right now, the, the, all of anybody wants to talk about around here is Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson, but um, I was looking at the stats because I didn't really get to watch that game that close. I was up in Georgia in the mountains, and so I was, I was actually watching it at a distance while trying to watch and pay attention to the Gators and not really hearing much. But I saw Daniels ended up with like 22 for 35 or something for, or for 135 yards, and he had like four or five completions to a running back for like seven yards. I mean, it wasn't real pretty. His tight end caught six or seven was his leading receiver. So, like, I, I mean, obviously – all George is focused on right now is we need to beat Alabama because in their minds they're going to run through the season like it ain't nothing and play Alabama. But I got to think they're not – they can't be real pleased with their quarterback situation. No, that no, that that's not the case at all. They Their game plan was to throw nothing but short passes and not allow uh, Clemson's ferocious pass rush to get to them. So, now, did they think they could win scoring t- 10 points, three points offensively? No. But I, I think they went with kind of a different game plan. Now, that is a factor, even though they don't play anybody except Florida the rest of the year, is yeah. Kirby could screw it up again, you know, and, and, and get cons- go conservative like he did in this game because they easily could have still lost a game where they, where they only, you know, they, they were totally dominant in the lines of scrimmage. Um, and I think that's way – I think he's going to play it that way, and I, I think he can get away with it. For the most part, other than maybe the Florida game, because they can they can win every game twenty one to to ten. You know they'll still be in the national title game. Yeah, what what I could watch and pay attention to, and you know, I don't like I said we don't know a whole lot about Clemson, uh, but we know they're supposedly got a lot of talent, a lot of dudes. But that Georgia defense, it, the way they were flying around, it did remind me of some of them Florida, Florida State teams back in the nineties. Man, I mean they they just got studs everywhere. And that's, Kind of scary, but like I said, thankfully maybe their offense will be anemic enough that we can hang in there with them. Well, we'll see. Long way to find yeah. out, but yeah, let's hope so. But I, and I think Pat, this weekend's a big test. I, I do. Yeah, I heard you on your podcast talking about Kentucky, Missouri, and uh, nobody's probably getting really excited for that. But I mean, I do think Kentucky. I mean, defensively, they might be able to. You know, they're about the only team I see on the schedule for Georgia that defensively might can give them a little something, something other than us. We hope. Yeah, I want to see this game because, like I've said before, it's kind of a loser leaves town game, and I, I'm excited about watching it. And there isn't much on the schedule this weekend, unfortunately. I think there's a way to find to find interest in some games, but literally this might be the third biggest game for me this weekend, which tells you a lot. Yeah, and can Texas get their first SEC win? Well, and this is the kind of game that <laughs> Kentucky needs to win at home you know, against a team that's right around your talent level, and then, you know, it sets up the rest of your year. Right. And I was I was saying, and kind of jokingly, I said we, we said Texas can get their first SEC win. Yeah. Well, they're, they're going after it, yeah. 
Against going Arkansas. to Arkansas, so yeah, it'll be interesting. Maybe get get that 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 will hopefully be a good rivalry in the coming years in the in the SEC West or wherever we'll they, whatever they end up calling. Yeah, it back down. there's no telling where what what it's all going to come down to. Whether they'll be in the same uh, pod, whether they'll do this, do do that. Yeah. All, right, all right, Ryan. Thank you, man. Appreciate yep, appreciate you. Fun. Let's get uh, the cattleman to chime in today. What's up, Mike? Hey guys, uh, interesting, great show as always. Been listening and enjoying the whole thing. Thank you. Hey uh, Pat, I want to kind of lean on your thirty-something years of experience watching football as a student of the game and ask you a question about quarterback controversies in general. We've all heard that saying: if you've got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks, right? Yep. I've but, heard. I've heard that. I've also heard the other way around. Yeah, exactly. If you got and two then quarterbacks, I thinking, you got two quarterbacks. Right, right, and and I don't know that that's an absolute. Uh, thing it's just a saying we've all heard, but I got to thinking. We all remember uh, Saban a few years ago with uh, Tua and Hurts. I thought I think most people think he managed that uh, expertly. I mean, making that move at the half and keeping them yeah. both on the team. A lot, a lot of times these days, these guys hit the transfer portal when they get benched and quit midseason, and totally different world. And I also got to thinking about that year Spurrier rotated quarterbacks by the play. That was what year was that? Ninety-seven in the FSU. Yeah, I mean that was masterful too. I mean, Heck Spurrier was playing three quarterbacks. Why did he rotate in three? Well, he only rotated two, but uh, then, if you remember, they played the bowl game against Penn State. I I think Doug Johnson got hurt, so he rotated Jesse and and Noah. Well, and then he even just handed it off to Fred every time. And in the next year in 2000, when, I mean, you had Rex Grossman and he had Jesse in there. I mean, yeah. And of course, in the NFL, if you watch the NFL, they've got generally 10, 15 quarterback controversies going on on any given Sunday. But I got to thinking, usually, probably more times than not, I would say quarterback controversies, well, they're definitely very deadly to a football team. And I'll go back and cite the year that uh, Kirby had uh, Fromm and Fields. And I got to thinking preseason, and there's no – the only way this Georgia team doesn't win at all is if Kirby screws up his quarterback situation, which he did. That was, of course, the year where they ran the fake punt with Fields. And um, – it blew up that team, and then it really—it it was a double blow up because, of course, we all know Fields trots off to Ohio State. We all know that, and then Fromm kind of petered out later in his career. I mean, that really—you back off and think about that. Kirby really mismanaged that that quarterback controversy a couple of years back, and that's the most thing. Georgia fans will tell you that. Yeah, I mean, not only did he mismanage it in the season, you know, Justin Fields off to Ohio State in the in the playoffs while Georgia wasn't one year, just a total disaster. That's the problem with these quarterback controversies. They can happen to any team, and you really can't prevent them. They're kind of like car wrecks. Nobody generally wants a quarterback controversy, but they just happen. And a lot of times you can't control them. Well, the, the trouble is um, sometimes we perceive there being a controversy because the fans want one thing or another. But what does happen, and don't forget, when uh, Chris Leak and Tebow were sharing that one time when Chris Leak went back into the game and they and the crowd booed. Yeah. And so there was a controversy in terms of the fans. But of course Florida's like, What are you doing? This is our, our quarterback's Chris Leak. We bring in Tebow for these packages that we like to play him and, in and it's working. And and Cattleman, that was the plan for this week. Like Richardson got his normal workload. He just happened to do a lot more with his normal yeah. workload than what people thought. So I think that's what the expectation is for this the the rest of the way. I mean, I'm anxious yeah. to see what Ohio State's going to do. I mean, they yeah. got three five stars there, and you got the guy making 1.4 million. Yeah, to to go there. So you know that they're going to want to get him on the field. 
Yeah, and Pat, thanks for reminding me about that year with uh, Leak and Tebow. Urban uh, did a great job managing that team. But I think more often than not, and the problem is the fans, human nature, a lot of times fans subconsciously pick a guy they like. And mm-hmm. I think it bleeds into the locker room, too. I think a lot of times teams take sides on the quarterback they like. Receivers might like one quarterback over the other. Anytime you got a, contra- a quarterback controversy, whether you like it or not, it's um, – it's almost like having poison on the dinner table. You can get away from it, but you might wind up swallowing it. Well, that's the thing. You only have a quarterback controversy if it bleeds into the locker room or if it, the coaches don't do a good job of managing it. Uh, if the fans are, have a quarterback controversy, it doesn't mean there is one. Well, when the Boo Birds come out, Pat, I don't know if I go, go with you there. When the Boo Birds come out, that's usually kind of – I think that affects teams too. Yeah, it hey, ruined that Florida team. They only won the national championship. Yeah. Hey, one last thing on the way the door, guys. Um, I have no idea what Dabo's thinking, but I would be shocked if uh, Dabo doesn't take that Alabama job. I would think Alabama would just go to him and say, hey, man, we need you right now. You're one of us. I would be shocked if, if it's not Dabo next, if you back off and think about it. I, I did back off all the way almost to Micanopy. But I, yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, he's built such a, a legacy there. He may just say, look, right. money's not It's not going to be about money. We know that. I mean, he's made so much already. They've given him everything he's wanted at Clemson, and right. uh, you know, yeah. he barring may, that mentality, any other, I mean, we don't know what's going through his head. He, like you said, he might be totally happy over there at Clemson, but I would be shocked. These Bammers, like most of these guys, they're true to their school. Dabo, well, how old's Dabo now? Uh, I don't know. Probably almost Mid, fifty. Uh, early fifties? Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, five years from now, you know, he's might. That might be think, the time thinking, well, hell, I've been here at Clemson 15 years. This is the time to do it. You never know. But I'll leave you with one thing on the way out the door, guys. You know how these Alabama people are, Pat? They're like Kentucky basketball. They don't mess around. I'm going to give you a wild card on Alabama, guys. And, of course, you would expect it coming from me. Don't rule out Kiffin at Alabama. They've seen him. He's been there. Yeah. Got a lot of credit. Got a lot of credit while he was there. Those people don't mess around. They don't care if he's screwing the secretary. Those Alabama people care about winning and nothing else. I can see that. No question. Y'all hang in there. Thank you. We are trying. I don't know about that. Only because, I mean, you're basically taking a guy who got fired at USC. Of course, you know. He's a different guy now. And What if he has a really good year at Ole Miss? Yeah, that's an if. I mean, it's not an easy schedule, but he he may do that. They and Florida were the only two teams to even challenge Alabama last year. Like, Saban's not going anywhere for a while. Yeah. I mean, like three or four, five years. Yeah, easily. So by then, Lane Kiffin could be coaching the uh, the Bucks after Arians leave. So who knows? I mean, it uh, it's hard to speculate that far ahead. It's, I know we, we like to have fun with it, but there, there's who knows what, what the situation will be then. All right. We got to get a break. So let's do that. Come back and keep it rolling here on the tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their 
licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. Well, the springtime has certainly been a little different than what we are used to, but hopefully everybody out there has stayed safe and done their best to make sure we get back to normalcy pretty soon. We do still have the opportunity, though, to get out and enjoy that great Florida sunshine and play it again sports is there for all your outdoor needs. That means baseball, softball, golf, water sports, and more. And it's probably a great time to go through the garage, realize your old equipment just won't cut it anymore, and do a little upgrading. And your one-stop shop is a name we all know and love, Play It Again Sports. They've got weights that are great to help us stay in shape while spending so much time at home. And when we're ready to get back baseball and team sports again, well, they've got the latest and greatest baseball and softball bats with the best pop on the planet. And if it's a golf swing that needs work, well, they'll help you with that too. The best brands of clubs in the business. Located on University and 34th Street, it's easy to find. And I'm there quite a bit, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's, and the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, Woohoo! In fact, it's been more than 25,000 people that sleep better because of the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville, and you could be next. Their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam. Being better during the day starts with being better at night. So let the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville get you going. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Onshore winds from the Gulf of Mexico are going to keep rain chances elevated across the North Florida Peninsula into the first part of the overnight. Locally heavy rainfall possible closer to the St. John's River this evening. Mostly cloudy skies after midnight with a chance for pre-dawn showers for the Big Bend and the Swanee Valley. A few showers are possible along I-75 during the morning commute. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. How many times have we given the Heisman away at the end of September? Always. Yeah. Like, that Leonard Fournette, he's the... Like, no, he's not. It's it's rare when you go wire to wire for the Heisman. I mean, I, I don't think it happens very often. And more likely than not, you're going to have somebody come out of nowhere and 
win the Heisman Trophy. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, welcome back. We'll uh, have a little short segment here and then get to our last break. We'll start out uh, phone calls. They're open for you at 392-8255. Let's see what Brett has for us today on a not beautiful Wednesday because it's getting ready to rain. I give you one job. What? That doesn't say that. Brett. I think it's real. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I have just got some for you guys. I got two best ofs. Um, I would say the best of college football win this weekend would have had to been Georgia beating Clemson just because of the, the matchup, the numbers in the matchup. And I also got a best of loss for the weekend. And I think that's FSU. I think they had the best loss, which broke my heart to see them lose the way they did. Well, of course, I'm not just a fan. I live in the middle of UF country, but I I love UF too, especially their softball team. But, um, yeah, those two best ofs were were great. And switching a little bit up now, I want to talk about the Braves. And how do you feel about – Signing Solaire to a little bit longer of an extended contract. Uh, it, it wouldn't hurt. He's come in and, I, and fit in right away. Um, obviously, Acuna coming back will put a damper on some things, and you got to move some guys around. But I mean, he's certainly an asset. But I, the question is, is he going to want to stay if he's not going to be playing every day? Yeah, exactly. I, that was my thought too. Is you know, I wondered if he would want to stick around if he was going to be a bench player. But, you know, never know exactly what's going to happen in the outfield, but I I have to give him props. He's been a really great addition to this team, just like Jock Peterson and, and all the other guys that Alice has put together. I mean, I, it's hard to believe that he's been able to do what he's done with and not spend so much money that you risked everything for it. Yeah, yeah, I think you easily have to say that the the Braves GM is the the general manager of the year. What he was able to do, and everybody counted the Braves out when Acuna went down, and they, he said, "Hey, we're going to try to win this thing at the deadline." He went out and made some moves and figured it out, and it's been great. And and honestly, I think you know if if they want to win the East and go out there and play like they want to win the East, I don't think Phil the Phillies can beat them. I really don't. Well, I, I mean, I, I think they want to win the East. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, want to go out there and just give it all you got every day, and and I'm sure they do. Uh, well, and I think I think what they've been through and what they've been able to do and what they've been able to accomplish. I mean, here they've got a stretch of what 27 games, 28 games, or whatever, and you can you kind of amp it up a little bit when you get to that point. So. Uh, 
We'll see if they're able to do it. But you don't want to you don't want to play too hard in baseball because then you you overthink and you your eyeballs start bouncing and you yeah get to twitch and make mistakes. Yeah, the, I'm going to swing it no matter what he throws. And yeah, I get that. But I, I do. I, I whether they win it or not, I I like you say I have to give Alex a, a, a definitely GM of the year award. And I really like like the way they play. And I, I won't take any more of your time, but uh, thank you for having me on. Yeah, Brett, thanks guys. for uh, for chiming in. Again. We appreciate okay. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bye-bye. We're giving him worst phone reception of the day. I don't know. It was, it was like he was holding it up in the wind. Now, there is a tropical storm heading right our way. Did you really? know that? It's supposed to hit here sometime soon. It's in the Gulf. I didn't even know it. That's just a system. I don't say it's a tropical it's storm. It's a tropical storm system. I get my weather from Mike Potter every morning. Well, you and he didn't say tropical storm. So you can't get it till tomorrow morning, and then you can't get it till the next day. Right. I get it daily. I mean, just totally minute by minute. You get the Bill Quinlan nightly beep, beep, version. Beep, 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 beep. No, I look at my phone. I can, uh, or I put my head out the window and so, see if it's raining. That's what I did today. Or if your uh, your knees and your hips start rusting. Well, they're all the time. My dog is a maniac, and the harder it rains, the more he's convinced that the sprinklers have gone off. So he wants to go outside and bite that one sprinkler. <laughs> and today I finally just – he was crying and barking and everything. And I go, go ahead. Go out. So he runs out there. He looks for the sprinkler. So, There's no sprinkler. The rain's pouring on him. and. He comes running back in. I was like, I'm not even drying you off. You stay out here. That's right. You were the dummy. Yeah, you the dummy. Final break. Be right back and wrap it up here on a Wednesday edition of The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Keisha Lespinall. The Tampa Bay Rays, who are currently 88 and 51, go up against the Red Sox, who are 79 and 62, with coverage starting right here at 6:30. The Rays look for another win and a series sweep tonight to maintain their lead in the AL East. In the NFL, the regular season starts tomorrow with the returning Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, playing against the Dallas Cowboys at 8:20 p.m. Looking ahead, UF Soccer has a home game against number two North Carolina at 7 Thursday night. It is the first time since 1998 for North Carolina to visit Gainesville. UF Volleyball has a home game against Baylor on Friday night at 8 p.m. and look for another win. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Keishla Espinal. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So much. It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique 
Um, bedside manners are just amazing, makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family, and that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to exceptional. In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the, with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. IDC's Alta Cori Weekend is here. This weekend, your best opportunity to experience the magic of Takori with exciting incentives. Takori is the brand above all brands in bridal and fashion. Handcrafted in California by true artisans, Takori sets the standard. IDC's flying in the entire Takori collection for this three-day event, including all new never-seen-before designs with stunning beauty from every angle. And if you purchase any Takori engagement ring at this event, you'll get 36 months zero-interest financing, plus a $500 gift card on us. Buy the matching band and get another $500. Buy his band and get another $500. $1,500 total. And while you're here, you can match that perfect ring with the most exquisite diamond the world has to offer as IDC opens up the vault showcasing our largest GIA and Forevermark diamond selection ever. Don't miss this spectacular and unprecedented three-day event. International Diamond Center's All Takori Weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only at IDC at Celebration Point on approved credit. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Hi, Michelle here at LTD Motors. We have 2021 Avids, Blue Waves, Cape Crafts, Clearwaters, and Nautic Stars rolling in daily. We have interest rates starting at 3.99 and no payments for 90 days. Make this the best summer yet. We have three locations to serve you, High Springs, Crystal River, and online at ltdmotors.net. Remember, we sell fun. This is Florida Gator head coach Dan Mullen, and you're locked in to Gainesville's only home for the orange and blue. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Man, two hours went fast for a hump day. That's what she said. It'll go faster tomorrow when you're dealing with somebody you like. True. <laughs> Did you like Larry Walker? I He's a good player. Yeah. Got in the Hall of Fame today. Today? Yeah, the induction ceremony was today. Because he, he and Jeter couldn't get in last year because of COVID. So they're having it today. But he was already, once you get voted in, you're well, in. But the induction ceremony was today. He got his plaque but today. But you're in. You get in now when he's you in. get in. Now he's in. Now you're no. Now you're displayed that you're in. You get in when they knock on that door. Yes, but yeah, he was a good player, aided by a nice few years in Coors yeah, Field. Didn't probably. hurt. Didn't hurt. But he was good. I mean, he he had great power. Could hit for average. I mean, he you know did have to play some games on the road. So did half of them. 
81. <laughs> I can do some math. Not today, though. I can't remember any games from the 1989 season. No. It was, it, you know, that year was so crazy. I mean, I'm second year on the job. Well, 87, I started during football. So 89, sports editor of the Gainesville Sun. And we have to go through NCAA investigation and FBI and they're looking into, and they're looking into Norm and they catch Galen and alleged thing and he gets fired and then Norm gets fired and all these players leave and then Don DeVoe comes in and Shinsis quits and Livingston Chapman quits. It was just crazy. It's not, it's not, it's not surprising that I can't remember any games from that year because the games were almost secondary, even though that was MS last year. Yeah. I remember watching the uh, draft that year on my little big screen at Hope Sound. It was one of those like big screens but had the back to it. Oh, yeah, a huge that. back. Yeah, yeah it was set on the ground. You didn't want to have to lift that it. That was the TV we had. I had one of those, too. That was good. Yeah. Are you going to watch the uh, the Ryder Cup? They announced the captain's picks today. Did you see that? I did. I, I like everybody that got picked. I think it's a good good team, young team, six first-timers. Yeah, six rookies. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, yeah, I'm excited about the golf course, too. So, Where is um, it, like Wisconsin or something? Yeah, it's, I think it's uh, one of those colder courses, so... I don't. It's not Whistling Straits, is it? I'm not even sure where it is. I know. I just know that Stricker was talking about how great it is to be in his home state when he gets to be the captain. So, um, but yeah, it'll be fun. It'll, it is. Is whistling it Whistling Straits? Yeah. Haven, Wisconsin. Yeah. September twenty fourth. I know. I know. Bill Reichert's played up there. Who owns Ballyhoo? Big time. He's he's played up at that course. Can you whistle? Very good. Are you straight? What? What's wrong with you? Whistling straights. Oh. It's A-I-T. It's different. Oh. And don't get the map out and start looking and, and see what lakes are on Whistling Straits Lake. Because if, if you're going to have straights, I-T-S, there's got to be some water involved sure, here. Sure, you would think. So Probably be close to Mar- Marquetti. Yeah, next thing you know, you're going to... Fall back in love with the Finger Lakes that you've never been to. <laughs> fascinating area of this country. It's because on a map it's fascinating to you. It is. Always uh, fascinating to hang out with Dooley and listen to your calls. Appreciate everybody for tuning in today. Again, Zach and I will be at Spurrier's tomorrow. If you want to stop by and say, hey, you are more than welcome to do so. And then we'll have Mullen tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Talk about this game and look back on last week. And... Duels will come back on Friday and grace us yep. with his presence. Have fun. All right. For Pat, I'm Jeff. Cheers. Cheers.